This Torah class is brought to you by TorahAnytime.com. Okay, good morning, everyone. For those of you who are up, um, I want to take the opportunity just to really put ourselves in the right frame of mind and preparation for what is the most important day of our trip. Uh, the primary reason we came to France is for today. Chavtes Tamoz, the yard site of Rabon, the Avihem Shal Yisrael, the yard site of the Rebbe and the father of the Jewish people, Rashi. And we don't use those words lightly. Rashi, of course, is the great Rebbe of Klal Yisrael. If not for Rashi, the Shas would be a Sefer, a Sefer Chosam. It would be a sealed book. Who could make heads or tails of Shas? We wouldn't know not what a question is, not what an answer is, not what the meaning of the lines of the words in the Gemara, not the translation of the words in the Gemara, and not the signal, the flow of the Gemara. Rashi opened up the backbone of the Jewish people to the Jewish people. Yes, today we have all kinds of aids to learn. We have the art scroll, we have the Masifta, but none of those would be available if not for Hirish Rashi. And then, of course, Rashi ala Torah. Rashi on Chumash is so important. The Chafetz Chaim writes in our generation, Rashi has supplanted the importance of the Targum. While it once was Eshnayim Mikra V'echad Targum, today the Chafetz Chaim says, Eshnayim Mikra V'echad Rashi. And we see the importance of Rashi from the number of super commentaries that were written on Rashi. More than 200 Perushim were written on Rashi ala Torah. The Mizrahi writes, every word of Rashi is laden with so much meaning. So now on the bus, uh, I, I would like to uh, present to you two short um, segments. One will be about what Rashi's intention was in writing his Perush, and then one a little bit of a legend. Um you know, there's an interesting thing. Rashi tells us in Barashas Perek, Gimel Pasuk Ches. Rashi says, there are a lot of Midrashim about this subject. The Chachamim have already arranged them in the Barashas Rabbah. And Rashi utters the famous phrase, Va'ani lo'ibasi ela l'pshutoi shel mikra. I've only come to tell you the simple interpretation of the Psukim. And this is a very important Yisoyed. Rashi is not a Toysis. Rashi is not here to make the sugya complex. Rashi is not giving you an in-depth analysis of how this Gemara could be reconciled with other Gemaras. Rashi is trying to tell you both al HaTorah and on the Gemara, Pshutai Shel Mikra. Now, what does that mean? Does that mean Rashi was not a Poisek? Now, this is a very important discussion. The Radvaz in Simon Kuftes writes in a tshuva, Yesh biyadenu klal gadol we have a principle, Rashi was a commentator. He was not a Poisek, and therefore we need to rely more on Rambam, Rif, Rush, than we rely on Rashi. This goes so far as the Beis Yosef himself in Archaim Simen Yud says that we have a Machloikes, the Rush and the Rambam. Even though Rashi sides with the Rush, we are going to Paskin like the Rambam because Rashi was not a Paisek. Rashi was a Mefaresh. Rashi Mefareshu. Veloi Paskin. By the way, the Ibn Ezra uses a very uh, 
interesting expression in describing Rashi. The Ezra says Rashi is Parshandasa, like from the Yasaris B'nai Haman, Parshandasa, someone who explained the law. But Rashi was not a Paisik. Therefore, the Beis Yosef says, we will follow the Rambam, even though it's the Rush and Rashi versus the Rambam, because Rashi's out of the equation, and the Rambam is more mistaber on this issue, and that is the conclusion of the Beis Yosef. The Chida in the Shem Agdoilim discusses what seemingly is disparaging to Rashi. To say Rashi was a Mefaresh and not a Poisek, Rashi is a commentator and not a Halachic authority. So the uh, the Chida offers the following analogy. There's Gemara and Baba Basra that Rav Asi said to Rav Yochanan, Rav Yochanan, when you tell us the Halacha, how should we act? So Rav Yochanan said, don't act until I tell you it's halacha v'maysa. It's not enough when I tell you it's a halacha. If I tell you this is a halacha, you can't follow it. Only when I tell you it's halacha, ulamaisa. Rav Nassim Welder is going to make a seum today on Hairiyas, yeah? In Hairiyas, we find the following Gemara. That if someone is giving a shear, and you listen to the shear and you follow it, la halacha, and the person giving the shear did not say it accurately, you are amazed. The onus is on you. You cannot follow Jewish practice based on something you heard in a shir. Moreover, if somebody asked the rabbi a shayla and you overheard and you follow the psak of that rav, you are negligent. The rav did not give you the psak. Only when the rabbi says, this is the halacha relevant to you in your particular circumstance, only then you can follow the halacha. So the chida says, there's no question that when Rashi explained the sugya, he felt that at a, within a certain perspective of reasonability, the conclusion that would come out based on the way he explains the sugya is correct. But Rashi never intended to explain the sugya halacha lamaisa. That was not the intent of Rashi. When the Beis Yosef says Rashi is a mafarish and not a poisek, what that means is, not that Rashi's not capable of being a Paisek. It's Rashi never intended to be a Paisek. Says the Chida, if Rashi writes a halachic ruling in the Sefer HaPardes or the Sefer HaOira, that would have just as much credibility as the Rambam and the Rift. It's just that that was not Rashi's Kavana. What is Rashi's Kavana? Like Rashi himself articulates. Ma'ani laibasi ela lepshutai shalmikra. That is the opinion of Radvaz. That is the opinion of the Beis Yosef. It's important to point out that that opinion is not unanimously maintained. The Yishal Shetshuvah's halachos ketanois, chelak beiz, simen kuftazayin. He disagrees with Beis Yosef. He says it's Rashi explained the sugya a certain way. That means Rashi recognized and realized that if this is how we explain the sugya, the following halacha would come out. And Rashi means you could rely on him, lahalacha, just like the Rambam and the Rift. But in general, we do follow the Beis Yosef, that Rashi was mefareshu ve'enoi poiseik. This is not lignai of Rashi, but this was the area and the realm in which Rashi's commentary is used. As we mentioned, Rashi is avihen, the Rabban shal Yisrael, which we will discuss further. And here we're all going. You know, when people travel to Eretz Yisrael, to Kever Avais, people travel all over the world to the graves of their ancestors, 
at least for Ashkenazim, Rashi in all likelihood is, uh, your great-grandfather, as we mentioned in the 11th century, there are only between five and 10,000 Ashkenazic Jews, and almost 80% of Ashkenazim come directly from Rashi. So Rashi is not only Avihen Shal Yisrael in a figurative sense, Rashi is actually Avihen Shal Yisrael. Okay, so that's just um, some important thoughts about Rashi's role as Mefarish. You've just experienced another Torah class brought to you by TorahAnytime.com.